Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Yep, just go on in, read the script and give it a listen. All right, so you just won. Okay. Hello, my name is Chris, who walks in. You may know me from the reviews I do. Today, we'll be going over this week's episode of the Rolling in the Geek podcast. So, let's jump right in. Hello, I am Ken Brown. And as your game master, I welcome you back to the world of Riven, the Shattered Continent. Will the rest of this merry band introduce themselves? Hello there. Uh, I'm Harkos Ironjaw Pissarro, and I'm an Alakokra monk. And the world is confusing lately, but I plan to use my second chance to give everyone else theirs. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. The world is strange right now. But I have given my word. No matter how fate directs me, I shall stand and protect those who cannot protect themselves. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thanks, crew. And thank you for joining us at our table. Now, prepare yourselves for Rolling in the Geek. Hello, listeners. Ken, your Game Master here. I want to thank you for joining us here at Rolling in the Geek. We are once again, though, asking you for your support, because through your support, we are able to create content with improved quality and quantity. Check out Rolling of the Geek over on Patreon and choose a tier with rewards that fit you. Every little bit helps us along our path. Now back to three guys who are more excited to game than sleep. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The B team meets with the ley lines. They have odd mannerisms and seem to be carefully examining the world around them. They engage in conversation with Trevor and Harkos, with their main point being that if they continue, they being the B-team, continue along their path, then the ley lines will die. And they ask them to stop what they are doing. This is confusing to the team, as their counterpoint is that if they kill the dragons, then the ley lines stay what they are. But if they leave them alone, then the ley lines become one again, which is the opposite of what they want. The conversations turn more and more aggressive and confusing as both sides continue to not understand each other until eventually the ley lines let the B-team go. 
The B team then wakes up to realize it was only a vision that they were having because of the ley line's power, as no one else remembers their names being called or unchaining themselves or any of the preceding events. The Brava eventually exits the ley lines and they start sailing into Aetherport. They observe the massive city as they fly their way in and eventually come into dock. They say their goodbyes to the crew, with Captain Kirby telling them that the Brava will be in port for a few days, so if they need to come back, they can. Harkos asks to meet up with Evelyn after they are finished for the day, and Trevor asks Lenara out for a drink afterward as well. They head into town, and shortly thereafter, an old friend of Trevor's father named Edgar approaches them and strikes up conversation. He is a joyous and exuberant man and tells Trevor that it has been too long since he has seen him last. He tells Trevor that he should definitely check in with his family while there. They part ways eventually and continue along their path. While they are walking talking, Arcos hears a thud next to him as a dart hits a wooden pole. There's a note attached to it that says that he must return to Okaido to face trial and justice and is signed and apparently delivered by Master Elijah. And that... My friends is where we pick back up. The Master Elijah. Wow, Brother Pizarro. I don't even know who it is? Fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Master Elijah needs to fucking bring his ass out the shadows and come fucking talk to Harkos to his face. That way, Trevor can assist in dropping the gavel of judgment on Master Elijah. So, uh, Harkus is going to, like, uh, hang the dart, because uh, I've never really talked about this, but I like to think that Harkus just has the darts, I haven't fucking used my darts, but just has his darts, like, on, on, like, the waistband of his, like, there's a, there's a utility belt of sorts that his darts are in. I mean, you're Owlman, so, I mean, yeah. Um, you have I'm, to have uh, the utility uh, belt. I'm, I'm that guy from uh, the Watchmen. Night Owl. Night Owl. Yeah. I like fucking. I like Patrick to think Wilson. Harkos has uh, has was was it called preening where it, you you like put the you put the feathers into like you can take them out and then or, or put new ones in and you got your darts all preened up in your feathers. <laughs> Oh, I, okay, I want to know. I I need to stop here for a moment, and 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 examine this a little bit. Do you think that birds preen by taking feathers out and then plucking them back in? <laughs> no, 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 no. Isn't isn't it? Because some I know I know they preen. They they take some feathers do you, out. Do but you think is that it, birds are plug and play? No, no, no. Aren't isn't isn't it the same word? Like some birds, like like if they've lost their tail feathers or stuff, they'll like take feathers they pick up and shove them in with with their other feathers even though they don't do anything isn't that the same word (laughs) I have have never heard of that in my life I don't know what to think about it I'm not laughing at Brad I'm laughing at King going I need to take a moment I'm he pretty sure I goes unadulterated hate on fucking Brad's words. I know, I know that preening is them like cleaning their feathers and they're removing anything that's like you know if there's like one that's not 
stuck or whatever, dead or whatever you they consider it. But some some birds will do it like as a show. They'll they'll add other things. May not even be feathers. You know, like up under their feathers. You ever seen that? No. You've never seen I, that. I'm, I'm, I'm. Man, now I'm gonna have to find a fucking video. What the fuck? Who's who's badooping? What was badooping? What me? No, I think I forgot to silence my thingies. I know what Brad's talking about. I don't know if it's also preening though. I could have swore it was called preening also. Because there are there are birds who they'll take shiny shit. It's or paper. It's usually for like mating and stuff. Uh -huh. But they'll they'll put extra shit. They they do and maybe it is preening. But they it looks like they're preening, but they just take shit that's not them and shove it into their Yeah, they'll like tuck it up under their feathers coat, so it holds in there. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just imagining, it. like, you know, Herco says a feather that pops out, and he's like, oh, well, we'll just plug that back in on the back. And just, there's a port there for, for a feather. Just bloop, and it just pops right in. Okay, moving on. There you go. There's a video. <laughs> oh, no. Are we, are we going to use valuable game and recording time? In like two seconds to give you the idea. Okay, <laughs> just motherfuckers using paper, just shoving it into its body. They, they, they like tuck it under their feathers and stuff. I, I'm pretty sure it's also called preening. I think that the word covers multiple things, but that was that was where my brain went was Harkos just kind of tucking daggers up under his fucking feathers. <laughs> so they <laughs> they look all pretty, like just the just the bases sticking out or something. So it looks like all. Well, fancy and decorative, but it's actually deadly. I I love that this bird is just tearing like just these very well well uh, done strips and just like just chewing the strip off and then shoving it in. Okay, yeah. all right, we're done. All right, <laughs> <laughs> let's just talk about birds all night. That's all, that's what we're doing. Sorry, folks. No game session this time. We're just going to talk about weird shit the birds do. I'm kidding. Uh, wow. Wow. So, he, he really <laughs> went after you like that, Nick. That's just rude. Well, I mean, Harkos has done some kind of weird stuff. I mean, tearing apart his bedroom to make. Oh, uh -oh. no. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh man! <laughs> for those for those listening at home, I left the Discord call, <laughs> and then I came back like two seconds later. But uh, I knew that would be enough. <laughs> da, 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 da. Jokes. All right. Anyway. Anyway. So you you. Uh, you start doing stuff. So I, I, I take the I take the dart and I put it with the other darts mm -hmm. and I take the paper that was wrapped around it that I read and uh, Harkos, you know what? Uh, I think Harkos is actually going to he's going to he's going to roll it up kind of tight and he, I'm going to reach in my bag and get like 
a little piece of string, like whether I take it off the hemp rope or whatever, but I'm gonna take a piece of string and kind of tie it shut almost like a scroll and then tuck it in the bag. Uh, Trevor, you would probably perceive Harkus as being rather stoic while he does this. And Phil. Did you, did you read out loud or did you just read? Just read. yourself. Okay. Um, Harkus. Yes. What, what was that? That was an interesting delivery method. Well, we, I, we should make haste with what we have to do here because I, I know what has to be done next. Oh. It's rather serendipitous. You know, we were having the conversation just now, you talking about how meeting your people was a little strange. And I said, well, as long as we don't have to meet any of mine. And then he's going to pat the bag. That was mine. Oh. And I, um... They're not too happy that I'm not... And he's going to bring his hands up and his wings. And he's going to do air quotes with both and go, home. <laughs> but you... Um, <laughs> I've always had that thought in my head that if Harkos does like air quotes that his wings do it too like the very tips of his wings come up and do the air quotes with, his, with his fingers uh, apparently I'm giddy tonight I don't know what okay but yeah so, so they're not too happy that I left home um And they'd, uh, they'd like to put me on trial, and should I choose to evade that, they will hunt me for execution. Put you on trial for what? Leaving. Leaving? It's a long story, and it's, it's not a good one either. Um... I'm doing good things out here and I refuse to be hunted down for that so the sooner we can sort out this business with the emperor right it's an emperor it's a king okay king I don't know why I thought emperor I heard he has new clothes though so anyway I always thought the that emperor was kind of a pretentious title so I, that's why I very very rarely ever use the word emperor it's fair it's too many syllables it's just yeah <laughs> It's also fair. Well, the, the sooner we can sort things out with this um, king business, the, the better. I'm I'm not... I To say I'm not worried would be a lie, but I... I can't just let whatever's happening to Aetherport happen because my past came knocking. Yes, well, perhaps the next time they come knocking, they can show themselves. Though he doesn't. Maybe. Well, if I have any say in it, I think things will turn out just fine. We do you, do you still look stoic talking at this point? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> in 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 due course, of course. Um. And then Harkos will go to. Uh, like you'll see him start to kind of return to to like normal. Uh, uh, posture. And and a, as he does so, his last comment on the on the matter for right now, he'll 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 say, you know, it's um, honestly, it should be seen as as a kindness because if if well, if he wanted to hit me, he would have hit me. <laughs> that would have been very bad on his part. Well, <laughs> I I suppose. Um, so, um, are we going to visit your parents now? Is that, I know Edgar stopped us, but, um, um, we can perhaps take a stroll by the shop and see, I suppose. By all means. So, uh, you're going to head that way? Yeah. Okay. I uh, go ahead and roll d12s for me, please. From all the meals. CX. What oh, fucking spun ten? Okay. I uh, so as you are walking along, uh, you were in a little. You you have to cross through a little bit of a seedier neighborhood. Uh, and you, uh, go ahead and roll, uh, perception checks for me. Uh, 16. 13. Okay. Uh, it's not too terrible hard to tell, uh, but you are being followed. Uh, you kind of take a quick glance behind you. There are five people that are in a pretty tight group that are following you. They seem to be like kind of chit-chatting with each other, but you've taken some turns and they've taken the same turns. And at this point, it's starting to feel a little bit weird. Um... So, so, I, I feel like we're about to have the same idea, so feel free to interject with your thoughts if they don't match up with mine. So Harkos is going to kind of like nudge Trevor and Phil and as inconspicuously as possible, like kind of nod his head to make sure they've seen it too. And then kind of give back. them eyes that we're going to duck. Like we're going to not in a weird way, but we're going to like take a turn down an alley nearby and then we're going to post up and wait for them to, to also meet us. Yes, Brad? Yeah, yep. Okay, cool. So you're you're taking a random turn down an alley? Yep. And yeah. walking like, what, 10, 15 feet and turning around just waiting. Yeah, ra- okay. random for us, seeming, uh, like, just making it seem like that's where we were going anyway. But... Okay. We're we you made a point that we're aware of the people, so we're gonna rather than do it in the middle of the fucking streets of Aetherport, we're gonna turn down an alleyway and attempt to confront the tailors. 
But yeah, like okay. 10 or 15 feet down the alleyway, turn around and wait. Mm-hmm. All right. I uh, so the group passes by. Uh, go ahead and roll another perception check for me. That's an 18 this time. Okay, go with Brad's 18. Uh, Trevor, you notice <laughs> as they pass by that they don't just pass by, but like all of them seem to be taking sideward glances down the alley. Uh, and, so then they, and then they walk on. Because I rolled a five, I'm going to go. What oh, happened? Maybe, maybe, maybe they didn't notice. We should follow them now. I don't think um, they saw us down here, guys. They were definitely glancing our direction. No, they walked right past. It's it's probably fine now. All right, if you're afraid, I suppose you can be in charge of, this, of the things based on perception, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to send Kingsley out. No. Okay. That's I, yeah, because I, I believe with uh, Find Familiar, you can you can like look through their uh, eyes. I do believe watch so, their sir. Eyes. He's, he's done it, uh, I think, one other time in the mines as what yep, Brad's used I to. I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you send Kingsley off and uh, I'm going to roll perception for them. Okay. Uh, So you send Kingsley off and uh, he kind of flies up and and takes a peek around the corner from above. And it looks like they're trying to do the same thing to you that you were trying to do to them. (laughs) That they they went about twenty feet down the road, and they've all like turned around and have have weapons drawn. All right. Do you do you relay this? Yes. Yes. Um. Kingsley can see them. They're they have weapons drawn. They're just down the road. Okay, I know what I want to do. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn, look at Harkos and Phil, and go. I have an idea, and I'm gonna cast oh, Spirit Guardians. Oh, oh no! <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> Phil just kind of like looks over at Harkos. Like, oh no! This I too do not like his ideas. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna walk close to the edge. At, or to the you know the, like the 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 edge of the the alleyway, and I'm gonna cast Spirit Guardians. <laughs> so your old ladies are just poking out, just start walking out. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> you you hear mumbled like what what the fuck what where did that where did that lady come from? What the hell is she doing? <laughs> she have a rolling pin. Yeah, it looks like oh, there's another one. That dude has, dude has a gardening trowel. What is he doing? <laughs> can 
Can I? <laughs> so uh, this this actually works really well. This will be some nice um, synergy. So Brad, uh, one could say, is almost running a, a distraction of sorts. Uh, can Harkos uh, fly up to the top of the building that we're next to and try and like move across uh, the roofs? Like I don't. I would just fly up and over behind them rather than travel across the rooftops, but I feel like that would make me more seeable. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of want to go up and see if I can, uh, like, get behind them while they're still staring at our alley so we can kind of um, come at them from both directions. And I will explain that to Phil, too, so Phil knows to uh, give the information to Trevor. Okay. Uh, so Phil goes up and relays the information. I'm going to have you roll a stealth check, but I'm going to give them a uh, disadvantage on their perception because of the spirit guardians. Woohoo! That's it's a good bad start for them. They rolled a nat twenty on the first one, so <laughs> and then that's a six, a six. Well, that's good because I rolled a four, <laughs> but I have plus seven to stealth. Nice. <laughs> so I'm not super fucking stealthy, but man, those old ladies sure are distracting. <laughs> you're ki- you're accidentally kicking off like clay roof tiles and shit. St- you hear it clatter to the ground, and you get you get worried, and then you look down. They're still just staring at the old ladies and the bakers and shit. Clatter to the ground, and I think, oh, Phil, make sure Trevor knows that the clay tiles are me. <laughs> just tell him that for me. I'll be quieter. I promise. Shout from the fucking rooftop. You you are able to get uh, into a position where you're more or less behind them. Okay, so I'm I'm basically I'm I'm gonna glance down to. I guess this is a little metagamey to say. I was gonna, but part of my instructions to Phil would be like, Trevor, give me the go ahead, and I'll drop down when Trevor wants to walk out. So I will like ready my spear and then wait, looking down at the alley for like Trevor's signal. That works. Okay. Uh, Phil has uh, his morning star drawn, and he's he's right next to you. So I'll go. One of, one of the one of the old ladies is doting on him right now. <laughs> oh come on, dearie, you've got to you've got to keep your chin up. You're, just, you're gonna look frumpy. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and and draw my my hammer and my shield. And but how you don't have parchment? Give give Harkos the nod, <laughs> and then I'm gonna step out facing the direction that they are. So this is this is what I want to happen. So when when Phil and I step out, and and like you know the spirit guardians are kind of wandering around doing their thing, and then we step out and like. As soon as we ready up, I want all of my spirit guardians to turn around and do the same thing. <laughs> they just like fucking fall in line like a platoon. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of horrifying. It yeah. is. It is. Given the context, yes. Okay, so you you step out, uh, and all the all the guys that like they they have their weapons ready. But they're not sure what to do because you have weird old people around you. Uh, 
how goes it, fellas? I, I want Hargos to to drop down behind them, and I kind I kind of want him to do a superhero landing. Yes. <laughs> Wings outstretched and everything. Yeah. Gets like, that extra, well, because of the wings, he gets that extra, like, gust of wind, which kicks the dust up and really makes it look epic. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't hold your breath. What do you want me to roll? <laughs> roll an acrobatics. Let's see. Let's see how, how gracefully you land. Are you trying to keep it, like, are you trying to announce your presence with this drop? Basically, yeah. So, I, I in, okay. in my mind, he's just kind of, like, jumping off the roof at, with the intent of coming down with like the the one knee down fist to the ground other hand has the spear to the ground wings fully outstretched like you said and then he was going to do like the slow pan up with his head and just be like so um why are you following us but that's all dependent on this Thanks. so roll the roll the acrobatics that's a dirty 20 that's a Hell 16 yeah. plus 4 to acrobatics all right I set the DC at a 15 to not like stumble when you when you came down. <laughs> so with you know, my it's a super I just passed it. It was you know, superhero landing is obviously not, you know, the most uh, you know <laughs> uh easy way to land. So it's bad you, for the knees. It is bad for the knees. Uh so you drop down and you 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 stick the landing like a gold medal gymnast. And so then I do that, I do this slow pit up and go. And as uh, and like slowly rise and go. So, um, oh, what are you doing following us? So they they all kind of like are looking back and forth between the two of you. I, uh, and then a big one levies uh, levies a crossbow at uh, at Trevor, and says, "Lord T wants you out." and then goes to take a shot. Let's roll for initiative. Oh, you better hope I fucking get higher than this son of a bitch. Fuck! <laughs> An eight! I got a 16. Wow. Trevor, or, uh, Trevor. Uh, Phil got all of a seven. So, uh... Uh, Trevor, what did you get? An eight. An eight. Harkos, what did you have? 16. Okay. Okay. Unfortunately, you did not beat their role. Damn it. Oh, maybe he was talking to you, Brad. Cross his fingers. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fucking not fine. <sighs> uh, okay. You know what? I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my other dice tray, the one that uh, the one that John made for us, because my big one with my rubber ducky dice is making an awful lot of clatter. So, thank you, John. And so, uh, Harco or uh, Trevor, I'm sorry. Does a dirty twenty hit you? It does not. Oh, twenty-two. Alright, uh, so another one with a crossbow is going to take a shot at Harkos, which, nope. Uh, that was a three on the die. Uh, oh, and Jesus. then, <laughs> uh, 
two are going to start charging up towards Trevor and Phil. Um, and then can oh. can I can I interject real fast? Mm-hmm. So he shoots and I, I since it doesn't hit, I want to say I block it with my shield. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm going to kind of, you know, stand up as tall as Trevor can and say, so your boss wants an iron jaw out of this town, does he? I'm going to make sure to say that very loud, too. Iron jaw blood runs red like anyone else's. I think you'll find that mine is just as hardy as any other. Uh, so that's a 23 to hit. Does that hit? To hit me? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Second attack. That is a 20, 22. That's on the money. Okay. So that's two hits. Uh, guy comes up and starts, uh, starts poking at you with a, with a short sword. Or 10 damage total. Okay. Other one goes at Phil. It's a one. And a uh, crit. For 13 damage on Phil. Dude stabs into him, Phil's ow! <laughs> oh, I don't know. hey. I don't know why that was funny. How many guys moved close to me? Two. Two? Yeah. Uh, Wisdom saves. Yep. When it enters the area for the first time, Wisdom saves. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, a nine. Nope. And uh, a four. Nope. <laughs> so both of them fail. It makes it it makes it difficult terrain, doesn't it? It. Let's see. Yeah, creature speed is halved in the area when they enter it for the first time or start its turn there. They must make a wisdom save, not a failed save. They take three d eight radiant damage. All right. They'd still have enough movement to get to you. But, Which is uh, fine. Go ahead and go ahead and roll up the damage for him. Uh, I was say I was more worried about the damage than the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movement. Go ahead, and roll, go ahead and roll up the damage. That is twenty points of damage. Twenty. Twenty. Damn. Goddamn spirit guardians not fucking around with their their rolling pins and, and oh. garden trowels and shit. Oh. Angry old ladies. Yeah, fucking apparently. God damn. I picked my spirit guardians right. I mean, did you pick them? I did. Trevor didn't. Oh, 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 okay. We're making this that kind of thing. Okay. They do not look good after that. Uh, that was unpleasant for them. Uh <laughs> Harkos, uh, there's one that charges up at you to make an attack. 
Does a 19 hit you? Yes. And does a uh, 14? No. Okay. So one hit for uh, six damage. And then it is Harkos' turn. Uh, before it goes to my turn. Oh. Um, because he came up. To, is this somebody poking me? Yes. Okay, so I want to spend a key point to do Vicious Return. Okay. Remind me the circumstances. Uh, hang on, I was getting rid of my key point. So, uh, learn to let no go blow unanswered. I think I said that weird. Anyway, when I'm successfully hit by a melee attack, I can spend a key point as a reaction to make one return attack against the hostile creature. Okay. Roll it up. See if you can beat their massive AC. <laughs> mm, uh, I, I've I landed on a fucking corner. I've never done that in this tray. It's a fucking hexagon. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's got a lot of corners, but yeah, that's not wonderful. Uh, Thirteen. Hey, that hits. <laughs> Yay. I rolled a five. Um, so it's seven piercing damage because I, I smacked it with the spear. Okay. You you have you have more attacks that you. Oh wait, no, that's know, just your return. Yeah, was, okay, but it is, it is your. Turn. I, I mean, unless yeah, you want to give him a full round no. of attacks, then that's no. fine. We won't complain. No. no. Okay, so. And then, so, like, he comes in, and, like, I would say there's almost, like, a quick, um, I guess it's it's kind of a parry. Like, obviously, I know he did. Oh, did did you? You didn't roll any damage on me, Ken. Yeah, he did. Six. 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 Okay. I fucking missed it because I was reading. Because I I was like, I know I definitely didn't damage myself. Thank you. Glad you both fucking heard it. (sighs) Keep me fucking honest. Um... So anyway, I come down, I did that, and then I'll just, I'll go for the, uh, the, the traditional Harko special. Uh, so, fuck me. So that's 16, which is, that it's presumably fine. And then, second attack is a dirty 20. Yipper. And then... Yeah, this is actually like the Harko special plus one because the Harko special used to yeah. be just a one and a boop, and now it's it's a one and a one and a boop. And my cat's out here, and I'm really afraid that she's gonna start going psycho. <laughs> <laughs> she just walked her chubby ass in here, like hey. Oh, there's a bunch of baby toys around. Oh, I might pick one up and make some weird cat noises. Okay, so it was a a 16, a dirty 20, and an 18 are my attacks. Right. Yep, those all three hit. Okay. Um. So that's what. 
29 points of damage total. Damn. It was 21 off the two spear hits, and then uh, eight from the unarmed strike. Okay, so you you go jabby jabby claw, and dude spins and falls to the ground. He is out. So as as I do that, that guy falls. Uh, Hark is gonna look at the original, the big guy who who brought out the crossbow at first. And uh, he's going to stare at him and be like, you can call this off at any point. Just remember that you you don't have to do this. This can end whenever you want it to. Uh, he, he has like in process of loading another crossbow bolt <laughs> and uh, does not appear to be going off of that's, his no, off that's of his per- track. This is this is more uh, me. I'm, I'm trying to build this second chance-ness into Harkos, and so I'm going to try and instill this moreover as as the campaign grows on, as I'm, I'm building this mentality in Harkos. And so this is me attempting to implement it ever so much. And so that that wasn't me trying to assuage you to make a roll for anything. I just wanted that RP there. And as he's loading another crossbow bolt, Harkos is going to go, just remember the choice was yours. Uh, Trevor, it is your turn. How far away is crossbow guy? Uh, 20 feet. 20 feet. And we got two by me. Yeah, there's one on you, one on Phil. Yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to say, well, he did give you a chance, and I'm going to charge crossbow guy. I right. uh, you will take attack of opportunity. Actually, you'll take an attack of opportunity from both of them. I figured. Uh, so that is a 24. Yep. And uh, it's a 19. Nope. Alright, so one hit. That is another eight damage. He just gets in your side as you're as you're going past. Yeah, so charging crossbow guy. Is there anyone next to him still? Uh yeah, there's two crossbowers. Okay. So, so him and then the, another uh, another let's he's a gnome that's by him and significantly smaller. So I'm charging the big one that was talking and I'm saying Kingsley and uh, I'm going to green flame blade him. So my opener there is a 24 and my advantage is a nat 20. Hey, yep, that that'll do it. It's just shy, actually. Just just shy. I do believe we are at 2d8. Yes. That's a you question. I can't answer that. So 25 points of damage to the first guy. Okay. And the bounce is 10 points of damage. All right. Uh, so that hits the, the second guy pretty hard. The uh, big guy with the crossbow uh, seems somewhat unaffected by this rather large hit. Yeah, that's fine. 
Uh, after you is Phil. So Phil is going to attack the two that are on him. It's a 16 on the die, that will hit. And that's an 18 on the die, that will hit. He might be able to take out both of these guys. That's a 10. That's not an 8. Where are you? There you are. Sevens on both. Uh, so you hear a thunk, thunk from behind you. Uh, and then Phil calls out, uh, clear behind. Um, it took me a second to look it up because I wasn't sure exactly how the details worked. Since I scored a crit, I'm going to use, I'm going to spend a hit die to heal myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll that when you get a chance. Jaw. That's plus my con modifier. Is some of your cleric stuff? That's my shield. Oh. Yeah, that was the shield video. That was after Veldreth, right? Yep. Right. I fucking forgot about that. That was 11 points total. Okay. It's not too fucking shabby. No, not bad. I don't know how that looks. That would be a you thing. I would assume it's some magic-y looking thing. I mean, it's definitely magic-y looking. I, however you want to flavor it. You made the shield, sir. You made the character. Boom. <laughs> but you made the shield that's doing the work. <laughs> uh, so there are, there are golden runes that are inlaid in the shield that flash a little bit when you when you strike the crit uh, and then you feel you feel energized afterward. Nice. Uh, so Phil takes down the, the two behind you, calls out that you're clear behind. Good job, Phil. Uh, and then he comes up to, to join the to join the fray. He'll he'll go and hop on the uh, the the second crossbowman. OK. Uh, and it is back around to their turn. Uh, the big guy drops his crossbow and uh, pulls out a uh, uh, short sword. Go ahead and roll me a perception. Uh, 14. Okay. There's uh, a green tint on this blade. Of course there is. Oh no. Oh no. That's a uh, that's a nat 20. Wonderful. Okay. Uh so you take Oh, he needs to make a wisdom save. Uh it's an 18. Okay, that beats him, but he still takes half. Okay. But go ahead with what you were saying. That all right. Uh, so that that's twelve damage, and I need you to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Perform a constitution saving throw. The 19. Okay. Uh, you still take half damage from that. So half is nine. So another nine poison damage. Okay. And eight points of damage. That's the half. Okay. Uh, the other crossbowman's looking fucked up. I. Uh, Oh, Harko's, yeah, oh, he he would have he oh. would have taken damage too, right? Yeah, well, I guess. But he would have yeah. so he would have taken sixteen. Oh, I didn't actually roll his save act. Now that we oh you did we, yeah now that we're there. Well, that's nineteen. So okay, so he also takes eight. <laughs> uh oh, but that other crossbowman is going to take. Uh, actually, he drops his. He drops his crossbow and he pulls out a pulls out a short sword as well. He's going to try to attack. That's a four on the die. That does nothing. <laughs> and that is a fourteen, which does nothing. So it is Harkos' turn. Okay, I'm going after the big boy. Okay. Um, so the first one is, what, 16 and 8, so that's 24. Okay, that hits. Uh, 14 and 8, so 22. Damn, yep. 
and 19 and 8. So yeah. 20, 27, obviously. Yeah. Uh, um, I think I'm going to use a key point to do flurry of blows just to get another one in there. Okay. Um, watch me fuck this up. There it is. Uh, so that's eight and three. So that sucks a little bit, but that's okay. <clears throat> so what? What you said it was? It was eight uh, and three. So that's eight, oh, okay. nine, ten, yeah. eleven. That does not hit. Um, the first three do. So <laughs> thanks, D six. Uh, 24 points of damage. Okay. Uh, is getting on the injured side, he's, he has some, uh, some running wounds at this point. Uh, after Harkos is Trevor. I... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and green flame blade again. Okay. Uh, Kingsley. Oh. That's a nat 20 off the bat. God damn. <laughs> Fuck. And just because I wanted to see what the other one was, that was a 14 on the bat. Hey, roll your bullshit. That's 26 to the first guy. And 11 to the second guy. I think I went up like one point on both of them. <laughs> uh, so the you you hit the big guy, you you arc the flame off to the other one and that the other one gets struck with it and just gets face planted into the ground from the force of it. And he is he is down. Uh, the big guy you you hit with the brunt force of this attack, which staggers him back for for a moment. Uh, and then you see him look up at you and blood running off his face and off his body and stuff. He bites down on something. Uh, of course he does. And you uh, see his skin turn blue. And then start to bubble. And burst. And I need everybody to perform a constitution saving throw. Phil rolled a one. I rolled a three, so I got a six. <sighs> I rolled a four, so I got a seven. Oh my god! What the hell? What the fuck happened there? Apparently, we were all very taken aback by his bullshit fucking uh, cyanide tablet. Uh, so that is twenty-five cold damage. Ooh, balls! That hurt a bit. So Ken was that rolling has- dice after we just made a con save, and my brain went, "Wait, is this a Dex thing?" <laughs> no. And obviously it's not. 
That's that's where my brain's at. Uh, I wish. So, you, uh, so you see uh, the big guy, his skin turns blue and then almost like starts to crack. And you see like frost lines around the cracks. And then he explodes in a, a burst of, of freezing cold uh, that washes over you. And then he is gone. So are there a bunch of people watching? Uh, yeah, actually, we need I'm going to roll to see how much attention this all gathered between your yell at the beginning there and just the, the general sounds of combat. Uh, <laughs> apparently, OK, so you look around, you see some people peeking through windows and stuff, but like nobody has come out. So. I'm I'm going to again very loudly go Well if any of you would like to deliver a message, you can tell them not to waste their pills the next time. We don't let them live anyways. Fucking ouch. Harkos is gonna be brushing frost off his robe as he goes, Who need to be so cold, Trevor? <laughs> That is the wrong campaign for, for those clips. Oh, I wish I could turn it off. It's <laughs> <laughs> my secret. I'm always quipping. What did he say the guy's name was again? What he Lord said? T. Lord T. Lord T wants you out. Really, Cat? Why? Why every recording night? Tabaxi has done nothing. Tabaxi <laughs> is innocent of this crime. <laughs> uh, so, go ahead and roll, both of you roll an insight check for me. Oh, wait, my insight's good. <laughs> Mine's okay. 17. Uh, 15. Okay, so both of you remember way, way back, you found a note. Mm-hmm. That was that was addressed to Reemgar, the the, the uh, Pylorvo's herald. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was signed, signed Lord T by Lord T. Yeah, cool. Just wanted to make sure that that was, was that was out in the open. What was what was Mister? I have all the titles. Lannister's name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lord Tyrillian Lavenworth. Ah, Tyrillian was spelled with a T? Assumably so, yes. Okay. Strange how that works. Very strange. Can't possibly be a bad guy. However, Nick was calling this out because Nick remembered these things. Nick did not talk to people about the, uh, the vizier type folk that are in the king's ear. So, Brad, if uh, if you think it's a believable stretch for Trevor to put two and two together, you have the uh, Tywin Lannister information. <laughs> I gotta stop saying that, because this guy might be a douchebag, and I like Tywin, so... <laughs> he might have been somewhat awful, but I like that actor. I think the characters played well. So, anyway, I, I like the little, like, uh... uh 
dad daughter vibe that he he ended up having with with Arya there for a little bit. Yeah. Silent Arya. <laughs> uh. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, while we're walking towards the shop, I'm going to go ahead. Do you have healing potions? It's me? Yeah. Uh, actually, apparently I do. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I got <laughs> them. I do. They're on. They're on my person, which means they came from somewhere because I know I expended other yeah. ones that we've had. So I, have, I, I also have three. I have three, which makes me feel like something is wonky. I don't remember us ever having six. Unless I've forgotten something. I don't know. Sir Kid. I... Uh, I know that you found and or bought healing potions at some juncture of this campaign. I I don't... Rem- I th- I, I, did you buy some when you were leaving Iron's Edge? You yes. stopped at the general store? Well, uh, I gave, and then I think that you found uh, some along the way too. Okay, I did not remember if the I finding remember. of them. Does I, re- I remember the buying of them? Does Does Phil have any? Phil does not. I do not have any in his inventory. Is he? he he's fine. How's he? Didn't take much, did he? He He took. Well, he took the. <laughs> he took the, the the big. Oh, did he? Oh, that yeah. So. He's 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 cool though. Yeah, we all are. Well, he he has a bigger <laughs> health pool than you guys do, and uh, he has a second wind and shit that he can he can pop if he needs it. So well, I'm gonna reach into my pouch and pull out the three healing potions that I have and hand one to each of them and go. Well, <sighs> bottoms up. What 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 ones do you have? Uh, they are greater healing. Okay. Yeah, that's, I believe that's four D four. It is. Right. Yeah, four D four plus four. Well, that that's a shitty start. That's a that's a kind of shitty second. It, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shit! <laughs> I rolled three twos and a one. Oof. Yeah. I rolled two fours, a three, and a one. I rolled the same thing you rolled, Nick. No, the fuck you didn't. I fucking swear. <laughs> can I? Can I? Would I? I request to be moved to a different campaign. I can't. I can't work with this man. I. Uh, so while while you guys are are kind of doing this, uh, Phil is gonna be like, you know what? That was uh that kind of sucked. Could have been a lot worse though. Uh he's gonna he's gonna use his uh he's gonna use his second win just to give you everybody a little bit of a, a boost as well. Awesome. So he heals for uh what is what is his? This is what happens when we don't fight for a long time. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not happy with myself right now. He's seven, so yes. he heals for another 14. Because, see, I really wanted to have done a stunning strike, but then 
my, on my last attack where I tried to do the extra thing. But then I was like, no, oh, but then I want to do the advantage on all my rolls. And we already talked about it. I need to say it at the beginning. And I almost said it at the beginning, but I forgot things because I was uh, too excited. So I was going to wait for next round. So he heals for uh, 14 and then you to heal for 10. Sweet. As he like chest bumps each of you. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we fucking murdered those bad guys. Oh, ouch. Uh, thank Yes, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I had a dagger like stowed in the front there. <laughs> I'll just take away one of those 10 now. <laughs> <laughs> Except for you, Harkus, you heal for nine. Okay. Uh, so you continue on towards, yep. uh, towards Papa's shop. Yes. <laughs> Papa. Uh, okay, so you continue to travel along and uh, uh, you you get well let's let's do this really quick. Uh you you get maybe like 40 50 feet away from the uh the crime scene. Uh and uh, uh someone pops a door open. Is are, are you guys okay? Yes, we are fine. Okay. Um I I will call I will call for the guard. Yes, um, it was, uh, just to be clear, they attacked us. I, I know, I know. Oh, okay. I, we we watched. He's okay. And you wouldn't have called for the guard when this started? Have you ever have you ever heard of Kitty Genovese? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always thinks that somebody else is going to do something. Uh, you, you, you seem to be able to handle yourself. I, I did not want to. Uh, 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 yes, no, cramp, it's, it's, cramp your style. It's all right. <laughs> we could use the the warm up, I suppose. I. Uh, and he he kind of like opens the door a little bit more. Uh, it's a, a tabaxi man that is that is whispering to you. Uh, I I will go and fetch the zigot. Thank you. If they have any questions for us, we will be heading towards the blacksmith shop. Uh, which which one? The Iron Jaw blacksmith shop. Oh, Bianca is your dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you hate you. I hate you a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, the the Iron Jaws. Yes, uh, good good Smith. I would assume still probably the best, yes. Yes. Pr- pricey, but yes. <laughs> Anyways, that's where we shall be. Uh, but he he uh, he runs off to go and fetch uh, fetch somebody from the city guard. 
then do you continue on then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quick, quick aside for non-Patreon people, just so you're not too out of the loop, because that's a relatively new inside <laughs> joke. Uh, Ken was double-checking with Brad for Ken's notes if Brad had named his parents, because Ken wasn't sure, because Ken didn't have the names down. Brad had. Brad gave Ken the names. One was a, uh, a, a male name, one was a female name. Female name has been revealed as uh, Bianca, but Brad just said the names, and one was very obviously masculine one very obviously feminine and I said but they're not the genders that you would assume and King goes oh your dad's Bianca mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's that's why Man <laughs> said thing it was a giggle just for us and, and anyone who, who happened to listen to that moment uh, you want more fun stuff like that check out Patreon where you get pre-show and post-show uh, so you continue Plugs. along I uh, the, the neighborhoods begin to gentrify as you continue on uh, until eventually you get to a very nice section of town. Uh, and Trevor, you definitely recognize this. Very little has changed in the time that you have been gone. Uh, your father's shop sits at a corner uh, where there are six streets that meet up, that kind of go different directions around town. Uh, this is a pretty big meeting point in the city. There is a large fountain in the middle of this uh, of this grouping of streets. Uh, it's a large fountain with a small park that is around it. Like uh, one of the few green grassy areas that is within Aetherborn is, is around this fountain. Uh, so you continue in. It is... Uh, mostly abandoned at this point in the night. Uh, and uh, you have a few stragglers, like some folks that are kind of sitting by the fountain, uh, uh, you know, some couples that are on the benches and that kind of thing. But for the most part, it is deserted. Uh, on the opposite side of this uh, uh, six-pointed square, you uh, you see your father's shop. Uh Large and imposing as it ever has been, this two-and-a-half-story workshop uh, towers over the other buildings in this same area. Uh, Beautifully crafted on the outside uh, with a uh, steel trap that is laid on a sign above it with with the words Iron Jaw, Foundry and Arms, emblazoned over top of it. There is some small amount of light that is in the windows. Uh, It doesn't look like it's like full on open for business at this moment, but there is light on inside. I'm gonna go up and kind of peek in the door. Like not open it, but like look in the windows of the door. Uh, it very dim inside. You can't uh, you you can't really tell if there's any kind of movement. Like there's just a handful of candles. That's all that's uh, that's all that's lit inside. You know from your past. I mean, if there's anything lit in here, somebody's here. Right. That's what I figured. Uh, I'm gonna like knock, like not hardcore knock, but do that kind of tap on the door. Uh, you do not get any response. Try opening the door. 
Right. Uh, it is unlocked. All right. Open it up. Uh, you open it up into the main gallery of the Iron Jaw Foundry and Arms. Uh, display shelves and mannequins and uh, uh, displays along the walls are all loaded with exceptionally beautiful arms and armor. Uh, there's a, a, a widely varied range of things that look very practical that were actually meant to be used and things that were forged entirely for the purposes of being displayed or ceremonial. Uh, those things are more or less like they're the ones that are on plaques up on the wall and uh, the finer pieces of armor are put onto mannequins that are, are around in this, this front gallery. I, uh, like I said, there's a handful of candles lit. There is a chandelier above with uh, a handful of glowing blue glass lights that hangs above. Uh, but there is nobody in this front area. <clears throat> Hello? It, 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 you you hear some rustling from the back. And uh, then uh, door opens to the one of the back rooms. Uh, you see somebody kind of like brushing their the uh, brushing their hands off as they walk in and close the door. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I I didn't mean to leave the front unattended. Uh, uh, you know, we're actually closed, but if there's some kind of business that I can do for you, I guess I'm still here. So, I uh, oh my gods. I uh, Tre- Tre- Trevor I knew it was late, but I we just got to town. And I thought I would see. Oh. Wish that you uh, would have sent some sort of notice ahead that you were going to be dropping by. Uh, I'm not exactly uh, <laughs> prepared to welcome guests at this very moment. Uh, uh, you, you two there. Uh, I'm Sterling Ironjaw. Arcos, uh, Arcos uh, Pizarro. I'm Phil, uh, Phil of Andrew. Rascal, just call me Phil. We're friends with Trevor. Uh, well, it's it's good to make your acquaintances. Uh, what uh, what what brings you to town, Trevor? Town? What what brings <laughs> you to town, Trevor? Um, my friends and I have some. Uh, business we need to check in on. So he kind of scratches at his beard uh, a little bit, and oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that your your mom will be happy to see you. Uh, 
yeah, 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 we weren't we weren't expecting anybody, so you know things are a little things are a little messy around the estate. Hmm. That's everything. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just uh, busy, busy, busy. Uh, just not having a whole lot of time to, you know, keep uh, keep up with things. Oh, we we know how that is. Um, I'm awkward. Is it just you and and mother? Uh, for for a little while now, yeah. Oh. Um. Ah. Well. You're working awful late. Yeah, uh. Yeah, we got some some pretty big orders. Uh, so we had to make sure that I was getting stuff out the door, and you know, I'm not uh, I'm not as young as I once was, and kind of have a, a not a hard time, but you know, it's it's more difficult to keep up with the ever demanding royalty of this town to keep their arms and armor clean and of the newest fashions, you know. Hmm. Well. Um. Roll a uh, perception check, both of you. Uh, 18 plus four floor. 18 plus 4? 18 plus 4. 22. Jesus. Got there in the end, didn't you? Uh, 15. Uh, so the both of you hear something fall in the, the room that he just came out of, uh, and you hear some sort of, like, bumbling. Hmm. Uh, are you... Are you alone? Um, yeah, yeah, there's, uh, you know, just me, me working the, the forge late. Hmm. Are you sure? Oh, yes, uh, I, you know, unfortunately, I don't have anybody here with me to, uh, to help, you know, but, uh, well, yeah, perhaps just, just I me. can give you a hand. Oh, I, you know, I'm getting ready to finish up for the day and, and take off. Uh, you can see most of the lights are out. I just hadn't gotten to everything yet, so. Well, um, I'm sure my friends here wouldn't mind assisting in cleaning up and closing down, and I can give you a hand finishing up. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any work that needs finished. Uh, you know, just have to get the old shop closed down. I'm gonna start walking that direction. Uh, he puts himself between you. Oh, you know, it really, you. I mean, we just need to clean up out out here. You don't. You don't need to go anywhere else. Hmm. Uh, I realize uh, 
and the new person in this little circle um and I beg your pardon um but we um on our way here we were followed by some ruffians and I do believe that I heard something in your back room so for the safety of everyone I oh there, there's I would most assuredly no one in else in here. I, I told you, it's just me. I just came out of yeah, that room, we, we, actually. We could, we could, yeah, we could check, just Hark to be goes, sure. Hark, uh, he's, he's right. It's fine. Well, but Trevor, we, I, I, we, we do not need to go back there. My, my father does not wish us to. Um, if he says there's no one back there, then there's no one back there. We shall stay out here. Um, Kingsley. All right. Well, the door is closed. So, hey, what are oh, you? Oh, he closed. Oh, balls. Sorry, I forgot about that. Well, shit. Fuck that, <laughs> Kingsley. And I'm gonna fucking uh uh, uh thaumaturgy the door open. Okay. I. Uh, so as you slip into the eyes and ears of Kingsley, you you hear your your father say, Trevor, please, no. And you pop the door open and Kingsley flies in and takes a look and stretched out on one of the work tables is a figure that is laid upon it. Heavily bandaged uh, with bloodstains and all over the table and still wet blood running over the sides of the table, you see a dragonborn. A, a dragonborn? Yes. So, like, cutting the feed from Kingsley and... <laughs> in your back to you. <laughs> just like, like the, the static <laughs> so like cutting the feed and like not shoving him forcefully but like putting my arm on his shoulder and going father I can't believe you would keep this from me I can help I what what I keep keep what enough I'm, I'm gonna go in there Hey, so you go in. Uh, Harkos, are you following? Yep. Hey, uh, so you follow in and the lights are, are brighter in here. Uh, you see laying upon the table is a dragonborn. Tall and slender uh, and silver and black scales. Conscious? You're about to find out. So you you walk in, you see the figure turn and look at the two of you. And she pulls herself up on her elbows a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. No. It's, it's fine. Don't don't injure yourself. I can help. 
I am Avalon. Herald to the shining star, the youngest son, the Methuselah, Arrow Wrath. And you see her eyes flutter a little bit, and then she passes out. And that, my friends, is where we're going to call it for tonight. You should have you should have saw yeah, that did. one fucking I coming. Did. And that's of why any I paused. I paused and I'm like, maybe, maybe he's gonna let us keep going. Cause it was a very long pause there. And I'm like, my brain was like, here it comes. And then you you long paused it. You really, you really hooked me there. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you all for very much for joining us at our table. I uh, we truly appreciate you listening, and if you enjoy what you're listening to, we would kindly ask that you show us some support. Uh, we have a couple of different ways that you can do this. Uh, first way is through Patreon. We are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. If Patreon is not so much your thing, you can do uh, something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek. You can do a one-time donation there. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek. Or you can find us on any of your favorite of your bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week, and I'm not sure how I feel about this one, but this week you are the sound cleric of the forge. (laughs) Fuck you, man. (laughs) Fuck you twice. With your powerful strokes of your metaphorical point-and-click hammer... (laughs) You were able to strike the impurities of our recordings out until there is just shining ear bacon left. Can you please forge us something fun to go out on? Uh, sure I can. Kingsley! (laughs) (laughs) I got advantage on your roll for fun. I was going to say, I get the help action now. Um, <clears throat> speak of hoodos, hootie who I almost said a hootus. I combined hootie who and hardos. <laughs> a hootus. A hootus. It's good that we're all doing great with words today. There's a hootus, a foodus. Um, know, that sounds gross. It sounds like a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> like the scientific name for a fungus. Um, it's Harkos if he was a um. A, a a spore a circle of spores druid. Anyway, <laughs> hootie who from Nick and Harkos as um the, the episode eighty one is done. It's a cheap one. Hmm. Uh, tune in next week um to see what kind of um. Trouble does ensue in episode eighty-two. Yeah, it was a, that was a craftier one. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot better than eighty-one is done. 
Um, this week, uh, I tried to write a parody to this song once, and I I got upset with myself because uh, I didn't like how it was coming out, and so I said I would never write a parody for it because it was too difficult. Um, I lied, apparently, and I wrote a parody for this song. So, um, as I mentioned in episode, Harkos is, in, is trying to implement his second chance mentality uh, on his life after speaking with Divinia and all the things. So, that's what the song is about, is the second chance mentality. Without further ado, here is the parody for episode 81. <clears throat> and I think I'm going to attempt to do it in character. So, that'll be fun. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Uh, hooty hoo, oh dear. Now I'm the Al from Okaido Man, the punching <laughs> Alokokra. My friends and I are trying to save you from dragon tyranny, but it's not that easy anymore. Can't just put the dragons down. Turns out some could be good, and Trevor's trying to show us how. Oh, hooty hoo, you get a second chance, my dude. <laughs> If I want it for me, I gotta want it for you, too. It might seem hard right now to understand just how, but Phil and I will try for you. And there's a part here that says a mouth trumpet, but I don't really know what that means. I'll just skip it. Now, don't mistake my words, bad guys. This is not a show of weakness. What I desire, my heart's burning fire, is to live in peace with you. I give you one chance, bad guy, to make a life anew and be just like Alcanor. See what change can do. Oh, hoo I leave it up to you. A second chance. A second chance. What's your stance? Please choose. Cause the BT could still cream. Bad guys. Who refused the chance one more time? Bad guys, who stick with their chance? Take me home, daddy. Bad guys, who waste their second chance? I've never done that before. There you go. You were so uncommitted. <laughs> Oh. I don't know what a mouth trumpet noise is. I don't know what to do with it. That was deliberate because I was like, well, do I? Because I, I told myself if I did the little. But that would have to be like where the song ended because otherwise it gets too long. Then I was like, or I could just say Harko's red mouth trumpet. I had no idea what the fuck a mouth trumpet was. Oh, that's I'm not doing it. Wait, it can't be that bad, Chris. You'll be back next week, right? I, I'm, a, I'm a professional actor. I don't need any of this. Of course I'll be back next week. I need the money. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, 
And it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.